1: What's good? My name is Chris Dales, This is Trappin' Anonymous. This is... Uh, I think I'm going to dub this one Black Wall Street Anonymous. Um, I think in this uh, episode, I had... Matter of fact, the last episode I did, I had got such a big, big impact. I got tons of emails a lot of people hitting me up DMing me about just like thanking me for like uh shifting gears a little bit with Trapping Anonymous you know it's good to talk about you know the underworld and shit like that and do the education or those things but I did feel like it was relevant for us to like kind of switch gears and kind of get into this like financial empowerment and um just like financial financial literacy and just like different things of that nature so um what I did was you know I wanted to expound on that you know what I'm saying and there's a lot of questions that people still had I know there's a lot of questions that people still have so um the more you people uh the more you guys just you know keep commenting and keep writing me I'm gonna just keep trying to uh produce this content at a high level uh shout out to everybody that came to Trapping Anonymous Live it was a wonderful event I appreciate all of you like you know what I'm saying that that really was a special night for me um yeah I keep hearing when you gonna do it again when you gonna do it again and um yeah, I'm, I'm 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 working on a lot. I'm work. It's it's not really e- easy to pull off an anonymous event uh, successfully. You know, thank God we was able to do that. But I am uh, finding ways to keep producing that content, and getting it to you guys. Here we are. This is uh, Chris Styles. Uh, this is Trapping Anonymous. This is Black Wall Street Anonymous. Let's get it. Ha, <sighs> I got my good brother here with me today. Uh, he was good, bro. I'm good. What's um, going on? I've been trying to get you on Travel Anonymous uh for not not too long, but um I'm happy we could just Honestly, come together and some get some conversations. Shit. Yeah, some <laughs> conversations and try to, like, change people's, you know,'s perspective on things, especially like the stock market, you know what I mean? And financial literacy and, you know what I'm saying, just I want you to really preach to us today, you know what I'm saying? Because I got my uh, my pen and pad. I'm ready to learn today as well, you know what I'm saying?
0: Definitely.
1: Um, all need t- that. Talk to me briefly about what the Black Wall Street was. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to name this uh, episode Black Wall Street Anonymous,
0: but what was the Black Wall Street? Well, Black Wall Street was established. It was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, originally. Uh, black people flocked to Oklahoma right after it became a state in the early 1900s okay. uh, from the South. I mean, you know, you always hear about people. I mean, Oklahoma's not. That far from the South, so it's, in, it's close proximity. So you know, people from you know, Louisiana, your Mississippi, your Alabama, they wanted you know to get away from you know the segregation and Jim Crow mm-hmm. that was happening in those states. Yeah. So Oklahoma's a little Midwest, a little central, and so people basically saying, "Yo, we get we getting out of town. We, you know, what I'm saying we just got freed. It's time to uh, start some shit on our own." Right, exactly. Okay. You see that? I mean, you see that a lot. You see a lot of people from a lot of people from California, like their families are. Traced back to the South Mississippi, Alabama. Right, right, right. Same thing with Chicago. A lot of people from Illinois, yeah. blacks came from there. Same thing with Oklahoma. So what happened was, it was different between what happened in Oklahoma from those states is when those blacks got there, they they immediately wanted to establish their own marketplace. Okay. Just where they could have business owners that look like them and they, they were supporting them and vice versa, as opposed to, you know, giving money to the, the white people. Okay,' We've and, had done them wrongs, you know right, rightfully. so to interject really quickly, um,
1: you and I was talking a little bit off air about how the black dollar circulates in uh, the community. So when we're talking about them going to uh, right. Oklahoma, right, right. And it's all everybody's like black supporting blacks, you know what I'm saying, They keeping it in the community and this that and the third, just talk to me briefly about like, how that's changed like now.
0: To think about it. I think about how much it hasn't changed. I mean, it's it's the it's you know it's the same thing. With, we we preach the same thing in 2017, right. and this was like 1905, okay. and people were still saying we got to keep the black dollar in our community. Okay, so and, when you say the black dollar in our community, what does that mean? That means that you're spending money with when you the money that coming in, you need to spend that you know with the black business owners in your neighborhood or black business owners that you know, as okay. opposed to going out and spending it on business owners that are owned by people of other races. The Chinese I mean, obviously, food, obviously. And- yeah, I mean, obviously, you you know you can't keep all the money. In the community, right? But you but, want to
1: keep as much as possible, exactly, and just keep it circulating. So, when when they, when we talking about blacks in this uh, instance, how, how long would, would you say the black dollar stays in the community?
0: There have been the statistics have are the numbers are different all over the place, right? But it's usually central around they say six days. They, six. Say, they say six days usually on average the black dollar stays in the community. Wow! Versus okay. twenty days with, with Jewish community and a month in Asian communities.
1: Hold on, hold on! Oh my God, that's that's important. That's <clears throat> that's so important right there. So you mean to tell me that the, the black dollar and the, as far as this being uh black people are supporting other black businesses and other uh, black owned things that only lasts for about six days, right? Of circulation, but but also I realize the Asian community. You have things like Chinatown. And, and um, you know what I'm saying Things like that is like they have everything Within their community already Correct Or you have things like uh, When you go to any Like Jewish neighborhood Everything around them Is Jewish right. like you, they, they got the, the kosher markets and think about and it,
0: Think about if one of us Were to open up a place In their community And we sold their stuff Let's say I, I sold kosher products oh. In the Jewish They would want to burn That motherfucker down but think about it, in our community, how many non-black people have stuff in our community that we give money to? But, but we, if, if, if it was the other way around, they would. They, first of all, we wouldn't even be able to establish it. Why? You in say most that? cases. Why you say that? I mean, how many how many times? I mean, how successful do you think one of us would be trying to open up? You know, a store in a predominantly Asian neighborhood. Yes. If we went to like Jackson Heights in Queens, they get it, they get us out of there quick. Exactly, or they would, or they would stop it from happening in the first place. You wouldn't even get to pass the board. Or you know what I said? We go to you know one of the neighborhoods where the city Jews are, In like Williamsburg and like Bushwick. Yeah, we like, yo, we want to open up a spot here, and we're going to sell the same products that you use. It's not happening. If we're selling, yeah. They're not
1: they are they they've built this fortress, right, and they protected themselves within that fortress, right. It's almost like, yeah, we, we drive by, we go by, we don't, oh, forget these people, like you know what I'm saying. We don't care nothing about them but at the same time is they designed it that way like exactly. they don't want you there they don't want you there either. Okay, so back to uh the story about the Black Wall Street. Um so you know these people who they migrate to uh this place in Oklahoma,
0: they you know they get this they they get things rocking. Essentially, right. what happens it, I mean it was flourishing It was flourishing for years I mean, I, I can't remember I, I don't want to miss You know Say that, the exact date But I think it was like 1905, 1907 Something like that, yeah, that People going to do the research anyway they gotta yeah, They're going to do the but, research But I mean It was flourishing up until The Tulsa race riots Of Either 1921 Or 1925 So I mean You know I mean That's t- Over 10, 15 years That this was a flourishing marketplace mm. When you had Black store owners That were selling To black residents Of Tulsa
1: you know what's crazy about that, and I have—I cannot sit here and tell you that I learned growing up about Black Wall Street. I can't sit here and tell you that I've heard this story in one of my classrooms. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, and I it, think it's, that it's important that we do know that these things happen because then it puts it in our mind that it can be done.
0: It's Here's one what? of the—it's one of the least, I think, reported on riots that happen in the country. Like you hear about. You know, everybody knows about the L.A. riots that happened, like, yeah. 20 years ago. Okay. Everybody knows about, you know, the Watts riots that happened in the 60s. Yeah. Everybody knows about, you know, Chicago had riots. You know, they, they had riots up in Harlem. Yeah. Nobody ever knows about the race riots at Tulsa that happened in the 1920s. Because those riots was was built on, you know, negativity. Well, I feel like this, this, this
1: is built on positivity, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they, the old black man is, is driving, and they, they want to beat him up. So you know, we gonna riot. Or this kid is killed, and the, the
0: killing in the city is at just this alarming rate. So we gonna riot. They tried to link the those. They tried to link the Tulsa riots to like some black guy raping a white woman. But oh. ultimately, it was kind of like it was kind of like you know the story where you know how they say you know, you play some dope on the scene, and mm-hmm. now it's drug-related. Mm. You know what so It was kind of like that. They, they, so what they, they what, they, what did they they apparently There apparently was never no evidence of this rape happening. Right. It was just supposedly, you know, this reason that was concocted for them to well, have to burn down that that neighborhood in Tulsa, that strip—they burned down the whole the strip. entire, yeah, the entire. I think it was called like Greenwood Street, something like that. This is
1: the and, entire. And yo, they, yo, this is what firebomb. You know what gets me so upset? It's like you know, and even when I'm watching the the, the the riots in like Ferguson, and I'm watching the riots, you know, in uh, all all these places, DC and LA, and they they doing all of these. They they sitting there, they rioting in the Seven Eleven. You know, what I'm saying the shit that we use. The shit that they go to every day Right They sit in there uh, Looting uh, The the corner store The shit that they use every day Right They not hitting these white people Where it hurt They not even They not even going after They Wall Street Go burn down Where where they get up And they go make their money every day The places that you are not allowed To go to Yeah
0: exactly Go to their
1: little uh, You know situation And I'm not sitting here Trying to promote negativity But at the same time It's like Why are you burning down Shit that you need Right
0: but they, the funny thing is you know They didn't about, need the black like, They didn't need the black stock market. Like the LA riots for instance, the LA riots, you know that was their you know, they burned down, They was, you know, they they was in Watson, They was in Compton, they were burning stuff down, but the crazy thing about that was most of the businesses, although those residents needed those those places, those stores they'll burn down, most of those stores were owned by Koreans. Wow. <laughs> you had Koreans like on their roofs like, you know what I mean? Like, don't burn us down. I'm not you know, we know we're not white, you know? Yeah. We're Korean, but they,
1: like, they ain't care. They didn't care. So,
0: like, that oh, just shows you just even back then, you know, what is that, 20, 30, almost 30 years ago. Koreans were in our neighborhood. They was always, here. Our dollar. You they know always
1: I mean? been here and they always been flourishing. And you know what? You know what we we don't think nothing of it because they are not sitting around buying Bentleys. They're not sitting around flashing their money all over the place. They're not sitting around. They're keeping it circulating within their community, within their family. They sending money back home. They are not sitting here throwing it in our face and if it ain't if it if it don't come with uh, you know what I'm saying, a, a new car or a big ass fly ass crib, we don't even notice
0: it, right? This stuff goes on and people don't pay no mind think to of, it. Think about like, you know what I mean? I mean, and I, mean, I, don't, and I, don't, I, mean I, have, I have Asian friends. I mean, I don't know, gang up all Asian people, but think about how much they make in our neighborhood because they own all the dry cleaners. Yo, yo, come cow. The, all the Chinese yo, kum kum cow, spots. Come <laughs> cow was
1: like the most, best Chinese food that you could get. Is right around the corner for me. uh I was talking to uh, The guy that owned One of the soul food spots In my neighborhood as well That closed down uh, He said yo You know how much Kum Cow make every year I was like nah I have no idea Two like, million dollars What See Chinese food Annually they make Two million dollars A year
0: your Chinese food, food. And, they, and, and most of the Chinese food in, in the hood Is not even real Chinese food no. it's, it's, it's It's our version of it, it's it a, They a, don't eat They like, don't like, eat that shit It's easy eating real Chinese food Yeah they, they don't they, they don't even eat that shit themselves
1: Alright so um, Just back to the topic So Why do you think that um, You know the, the, the ideas of the The stock market And stocks and uh, Things like that Why is that Something that we're not learning in like high school. Like, why is that? Why have I never heard about like the stock
0: market until I like graduated college or I was in college? I think well, I you know I don't know you know what I mean you know curriculum varies for schools. I think there's an intro to economics. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's probably a, that's probably an elective in yeah. most most high schools. You got to be into it. Yeah, but it's like an intro to economics, and that's it. And it shows you just like you know. The basics doesn't show you biz- More business classes period I think first of all should be taught in high schools Right Along with your your general banking General how credit works All that stuff should be you know Introductory in the high school level So you know um, another thing I was talking to my friend And he,
1: he, he was uh, almost ashamed to admit That he read like Donald Trump's book And he's like uh, one of the takeaways from Donald Trump's book Was uh, That uh, This shit was a game to him Right, real estate, shit like that, like him flipping this and flipping that. He's like it was a game. It was just a matter of keeping score, right? He was just keeping count. Like well, when you know, he, when, was, when we do it, I think it's based off like survival, right? So like, right. We're sitting there trying to you know really feed our families and eat for tomorrow and shit like that. He's doing that shit like
0: playing a video game. Well, he started off with a head start. You know, yeah, he, I mean, he but, was already. But, but it's been he, a
1: game. But it's
0: been a game for him, a game. Well, he also, you know, what I mean, like the way we look at Trump is that we're like, damn, he's a moron. But, he, yeah, he's a moron in a lot of ways, but he has that... There's this one thing that he knows how to do. Well, it's kind of like, you know, athletes. You know what I mean? Like, I've known athletes that have been, you know what I mean, dumb as a brick. But they know how to read a playbook. Mm. And that's the same thing with Trump. As much as he's a moron, he knows the business. He knows the art of sell. He knows the real estate market. Like, he knows how to get ahead without ever using his own money. You know mm. what I mean? He knows how to skirt the laws in terms of, you know, taxes. He knows how to be able to, you know, That's raise capital with very little ca- collateral. Like, he knows that. He knows the ins and outs. So, okay, so... That's a lot of things that we don't know in in general. Like, a lot, a lot of us, I mean, he's talking about, you know, buying, you know, a, you know businesses. He's talking about buying buildings. He's talking about buying thousands of acres of land. And this game to him. And with us, a lot of us don't have the, the the simple literacy to know how we can you know get buy a house right okay and be able to turn that into you know investment property. So you get you get t- I like to always ask this
1: question to people. I'm gonna say ten thousand dollars, right? You get ten thousand dollars tomorrow. What you doing with it? I say I say ten because in the hood. Ten thousand dollars. People think they never gonna go broke again. You get yeah. your first ten, or you see ten, you like, oh shit! Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I made it. No, you, you ain't make it. What's the first thing you are doing with ten thousand dollars? I'm totally diversifying
0: that. Okay, what do I'm you mean? Putting, I'm putting one of that into. I would probably put some of that into a CD or a mutual fund. Okay. Which is kind of like a, it's, it's a slow, it's, a, it's a long term investment. Okay. You know I mean, it's not something that you know, you, you find something with a good fixed rate loan. Fixed rate percentage On the interest 5-10 years Then I put some Into The stock market You buy okay. some You buy some securities With that You, you buy some what? You buy some you, you look into Some easy securities Stocks Okay Uh trying to see How I would divvy that up I would probably put About 2500 Like I said It's like that mutual fund uh-huh. I would probably take Five of that And put it into The stock market $5,000 Right there Put it in the stock market Yeah Are you putting it into like different stocks? Are you putting it into like? Yeah, I'm putting that. I'm putting. I'm I'm, from that five. I'm putting probably twenty five hundred of that into an ETF. What's that? That's an exchange traded fund. Talk to me like I don't know anything about stocks. ETF basically is the difference between ETF and an individual stock is instead of me buying stock in Con Edison, I'm buying stock in the energy in the energy. Industry Okay So that includes Con Ed Georgia Power Okay
1: You know what I mean Okay What, what, what does a person need to start Like I guess their own portfolio Like what, what, what does a person need To start their own like Portfolio to have like stocks And
0: just like uh, uh, It depends on necessarily How much You want to invest Okay I, I, I always Try to tell people To do a lot of research On their own Okay And start off Just you know Doing some over-the-stock, over-the-counter, yeah, transactions, which means going through your Fidelity, going through Charles Schwab, going through the Robinhood app. And that was, Robinhood app, you was t- t- tell me about that again. What, what what is that? Robinhood app basically is it's it's a lot like the other the other ones I mentioned, other brokers that mentioned like Fidelity, like yeah. Charles Schwab. The only difference, Scott Trade. The difference is that with Robinhood, you are paying uh, little to no. Commission on it, okay. Whereas, let say with Charles Schwab, for every trade, for every transaction you make, you're paying like seven ninety five. Wow. Per transaction, so this app allows that's, you. That's how. That's commission. That's how they make money.
1: Right, but this app allows you to do it for, uh, for free and itself. Right. yourself.
0: They just have a. The only difference is they have a cap on the amount of the amount you can trade in a twenty four hour period. Okay. So you I mean you're not doing any huge institutional trades as a, you know, like you would with your broker. What what's the most money you've personally made? Um
1: Trap Anonymous, Black Wall Street Anonymous, what is the most money you've personally made uh, in the stock
0: market? Uh what was and it? About fifteen, between fifteen twenty thousand. how long did it take you to make that money? Uh that was a really aggressive trade. So when you say aggressive trade, what is that? What does that mean? That meant that I was basically I was doing some day trading. Day trading? Yeah. Okay, so. this means that I was, the the, the stock that I purchased, I also was, I was selling and trading that all within a day's period. Okay. Like everything that I acquired within that day, I had sold by market close. So you made $20,000 in a day? Yeah. Okay, so,
1: okay, so when you say this day trading, in the morning, I guess you get up, I guess the stock market opens up. Yeah, and you go in and you say, "I'm gonna buy a bunch of this particular stock," and by noon, this stock probably
0: rose uh, so much. Yeah, it took it took a significant jump.
1: It took a significant jump, and then you sold it back, and you made the profit on all that. Sold it to someone else,
0: yeah. That's amazing, right? And they've also lost a lot. So when you say lost a lot, how much have you lost? I mean, I had it, this. This didn't happen in the course of a day. This happened over. Uh, Course was maybe like two weeks or so. So I was, I was shorting a stock. And meaning, meaning what? I was betting against the stock. Okay. Going down. And it much, went. It went the other way. How much did you lose? Uh, I I traded on margin that that particular time. Thankfully, trade by trading on margin meant that I was trading against money that I already had an existing account. Mm-hmm. So I didn't I didn't put that cash up immediately, but it was almost like on loan. Mm-hmm. But I wound up yeah, wound up owing a little over ten. Little over ten, but you definitely made more than you uh, you lost. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm, I'm in the I mean I'm in the black. You're in the black. I, I haven't been in a hole. That was like the one significant loss, but that came after a after a series of successful trades in my portfolio. So. Um,
1: a lot of questions that I was getting about, you know, the, like the last episode and shit is like, oh, hey, Chris, I have like money, you know what I'm saying? And um, I want to know what to do with this money. I want to know like how uh, how to flip this money. And, you know, you know, you can go into real estate, you can go into like um, all of these other uh, kind of investments. But, you know, you could also get, learn a little bit about, you know, stocks, right? Because, um how, people often get it misconstrued that you need all this money, right, to nah. to jump into like this this world, like the and they leave of, it alone. The they don't do is, the
0: research. The thing about the with stocks is, stock is probably the second best form of liquidity you can have, mm. aside from straight cash. Like, I mean, the best the best liquidity you you can have is, you know, I mean, if you have like you know the cash in your mattress. Right, because that's that's you know if anything happens you, can you can have get that, that cash there. After that is stock, because mm. you can you know you can let you can usually unload stock if you need you know if you, if you need to you be flush with cash soon you know. Whereas the real estate or anything like that you know you have, there's a time you can short sell a house but you're gonna take a loss on it. So if you you know if you really need something though, know, you gotta sell a property you can sell it but the property might might you know be and that takes time. Them. And that's not to say, you know, it's not a good investment, right. but, you know what I mean, in terms of just liquidity, you know, stocks is probably the second best thing aside from just having So, I think, like, the cash. main
1: thing with people is they don't want to do the research. They don't want to do the work. They don't want to, like, really, like, figure it out. But, like, this stuff is just not even that difficult to, like, really understand. Um, I think what's, what sparked me to really want to do this episode is
0: uh, what was the big uh, thing that just happened? The Whole Foods, yeah, Amazon. Yeah, so um, Amazon purchased... Uh, they haven't really Actually purchase it yet. That's that's the craziest thing. Like they're in agreement to do it, but it still needs to be approved, you know, because make but that's But you thing. saw it like the, the the stock market was like in a frenzy, right? right. I was here I was
1: uh I, I believe you were telling me about it. It was like an article on this kid that made, you know, all this money because he jumped on it early in the morning. You know what I mean? He bought up the stock and by noon uh Whole Foods was trading at what, double or triple?
0: Yeah, whole, yeah. Whole Foods, uh, yeah, I think went up like thirty percent at some point. And thirty percent, he just cash that out. He he probably flipped. What? It's all about. It's all about speculation. It's all about news anticipation, and that goes both ways. He just made ten thousand dollars in the
1: morning, right? I feel like the stock market is full of. It's just like a hype beast. You know what I mean? It's just like. A,
0: it's not even real. It's like all like. Well, it's not. It's not real. Like you can't. It's made I mean, up. You can. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, like, you can't necessarily hold a stock. Right. Like I, I mean, if you really want you know certificates of your shares i can give you that you know i have certificates of you know i bought and I, I i was in on a snapchat ipo and i have a i have the certificate of how many shares i have but you don't really even even that though is a piece of paper right. like it's nothing you yeah. know what i mean like so it, it's stock is nothing and that's the thing that's the thing that is that Ponzi schemes are based on because with Ponzi schemes people are paper they're they're they're, they're rich on paper yeah, you know I mean, you, the the is telling you, you know, whoever's you running the, the fund is this. telling you, hey, you know, look at these returns. You know, you're good. And so people go out and, and you can, they can use that as collateral. So people go out and they'll buy stuff based off of what they think that, you a know, the bank says, you know, what, what collateral do you have? And they'll say, hey, I have these statements from, you know, Bernie Madoff Investments that says I have 30 million dollars. So the bank oh, will go, oh, great. Shit. Boom. Approve Here you this, go. Approve this loan for this 10 million dollar house that you really in actuality can't afford, but you don't know that because, you know, the guy running the Ponzi scheme is telling you that you're good. Holy shit. Um, Another thing I thought
1: was just interesting about you, uh, I, I probably tell you this all the time, Um, I know you for always, like, having, like, the same pair of sneakers, man. <laughs> like, seriously. And you, I, I've always been like, yo, what the fuck does this guy do? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it was, uh, I think you, you kept your anonymity, that way Because you're around I see you around all the time You know what I mean I see you in like The best events You know what I'm saying Shit like that But like You know what I'm saying I, I just never knew What the hell you did You know what I'm saying And I feel like You move You move Differently, right? I think this world causes it, it's not real g- glamorous in that aspect, right? You, you tell somebody, uh, I'm a basketball player, right? It's like everybody knows he's a basketball player. That lifestyle, you think that they're driving a nice car, you think that they live in, uh, you know, all of this because, oh, that's what basketball players do, right? Yeah. You think like a, a, a banker, you know what I'm saying, or somebody that, you know, t- sells and trades stock for a living, what are they just like? They probably have the same sneakers on every day. You know what I'm saying? Um, that part, do you do that purposely? Or is that you just don't give a fuck about, like, this material
0: shit? <laughs> well, I mean, it depends. Because, I mean, you know, like, people watch movies like, you know, Wolf of Wall Street and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, my God, you know what I mean? You must have, like, you know, so much money or something like that. It's like, yeah. you know, but, uh, nah, there's, like, no method to it. Like, I, you know, I flip it on... You know, here and there, I, I, I have, I can go from, you know, I'm, I, I have this to, I have this, like it, it doesn't matter, like I just, that's the way I think I move between, I'm able to move between different crowds, and just seamlessly, <laughs> seamlessly, like, yeah, and people probably think, oh, you
1: know, I, I don't, I, they, it's they don't know, it doesn't matter, you're not like this flashy guy, but you have like all these these things going for you. What do you do for a living right now? I uh, private equity.
0: You what? Private equity. What is really? it like? <laughs> you got to tell, tell me. What is that? What is that? So basically, you know, for instance, let's say you have a company and a company you started and people want to buy equity in your company. Okay. We, do the, we you know, do the numbers, figure out how much, you know, 12% of your company is worth. And then... That cash is influxed into that that company. That those investors put that money into that account, and now they own a, they own that twelve percent of your company. They bought that equity, right? And you have the same thing with equity in your company. Uh, uh, other side of it, if you need to pull money out for for you know for capital, mm. you can pull the equity out over time. Same thing you do in a house, right. but we don't do we you know we don't do with like you know residential. We, you know, with us, it's corporations. Who who, who kind of introduced you to this?
1: Uh, to to like. This world
0: <laughs> uh, These uh, These two guys I met Actually At the In the gym In college Okay Like I was kind of like I taught I, You know I met these guys When I They were like seniors When I was a freshman and I always hung around that gym though, playing ball and stuff like that because my mother actually worked there, worked yeah. at that, worked at university. So I'd known these guys actually prior to even me being a student there. Yeah. So it was I was kind of like being disenchanted my second semester of freshman year because I went in, I wanted to be political science major, I wanted to go to law school, shit like that. And then after my first semester of college, I was like, Yo, there's no way I can do seven more years of this shit no way I can do four years of college either, you know I'm not doing a law school. Yeah. I, was, I was like whoa and so I was I was like at a loss I was like what do I want to do do I want to work in you know, I want to major in marketing you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I, I'm obviously not going to be in you know medicine or anything like that yeah. like what else else is there out there because I had all that think I wanted to do since I was probably like 8th grade 7th so yeah. 8th I was like I'm going to go to law school yeah, yeah, you know we mean? do that. I didn't ever say you no know, if I wanted to be a lawyer. I want I you know I was like I want to go to law school. I knew law school from law school I could be like a sports agent. So you have always be been like the, the smart kid in, in school? Uh I guess you could say smart. I mean things I would just say shit just came easy. Like elementary. Yeah. And... Or I could just like look at information once and I'm good. Wow. So I didn't have to that? like cram and stuff like that. So, I, mean, like... I, I hit a point where I realized I had to start have to work. Yeah, a little harder, but yeah, for, for, for most part of my childhood, yeah, it was just kind of like, you know, you probably read a lot, no? Yeah, it was a lot of reading. So, I always, I still read. I, I like I, I'll just read shit. Hey, like, if there's nothing else to do, I'll just start reading a bunch of shit. I'll go in a black hole on, online. I'll start clicking on shit. I'll read some one thing and I'll start clicking on another thing. Like, I want to know about this now. Yes, yeah, so you've always been like this. Uh... This animal for information, you right? Know what I'm saying it's just like and it's helped me, and and that's where it helped me once I got you know steered towards uh, financial services because like one of the guys like I said I met he was kind of like, he was like what's up man and he was you know he was about to graduate you know he was majoring in finance and he had a you know a job you know in, you know at at like, Citibank whatever and you know it was like. A challenge for one. I was like, all right. This this is like sounds like a challenge. I think I, I want to do this. And then you know he was telling me the kind of money he was making. I was like, well, I definitely want to try this now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's my thing. Like you, like. No, man, I don't know if you came here in a suit because you knew you was gonna do trapping autonomous. <laughs> every day wear. Well, it's not every day wear. <laughs> usually if I'm in the office five days a week, usually like three days a week I have you to do You got the fitted suit on, you got the watch. I'm trying to paint a picture for the listeners. You know what I'm saying? You really look like you came from getting <laughs> a million dollars in the afternoon, but though no, I say that to say like, um I mean you you black, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You I see you in all of I see you in events all the time. You know, I'm saying I see you partying, turning up, and then like, yo, you turn around, you throw the suit on, you going to work, you you getting real money. You know what I'm saying? You talking to like you having these real conversations. I just say that to say that it's you don't have to be not living uh, a life that you don't want to live like you can't go out, you can still go out and have fun oh, right? you can yeah. still take these trips you can still, you know what I'm saying, but you could sit down and you could do the education too, you could do the work you know what I'm saying Definitely. What What is a, how would somebody start like tomorrow, if they just said hey you know what I want to give it a try, I got maybe $2,000 to play with what was the steps they got to take in order to you know try out the market for a little bit
0: I would. I, first of all, I would suggest to them, uh, if it's under, if they want to invest less than ten thousand, don't go through a broker. Like I know, a lot, I know a lot, of, a lot of people. I work with a lot of colleagues. You know, they they'll be like, "What are you, what are you talking about?" But, you know, but people that even come to me, I'm like, I'm not going to handle your shit, and I'm not because I don't want to be bothered with it. I it's just it's just not worth it. Like it's not worth me taking x amount of commission. You know what I mean when you're. What you're investing. But What you should do is, you should do research on the type of companies that you feel comfortable in doing. But what I do say though, I tell people all the time is don't go for the sexy stocks, the sexy picks. You know I mean, somebody, somebody the Apple, the yeah, Nike. people like I want to go to Nike, I want to invest in the Apple. It's like no, because they're, they're not the gainers. You look at you know the, you look at the average price point that you know your apples and your Nikes trade at, and then you look at. You know what they've, what they've traded at over the years is very little gain. Mm. Very little gain for me. So you're sitting
1: there buying up
0: this Apple stock. How much is Apple stock right now? Probably? Apple stock's probably hovering around like a buck 20.
1: you paying this 120 for this Apple stock, thinking like, ah, yeah, I'm about to be a millionaire. And a year
0: later, it's trading at 150. <laughs> you make 20 bucks profit per share, which is not, not to say it's not nothing. Yeah. But I mean, there's stocks that you could buy that were trading at. $30 last year. They're trading at $175 right now. Yo, I was
1: watching this movie and um the whole movie I, I forgot it was like uh I think it was uh, the, the Train movie with uh, Denzel Washington and uh Travolta. Oh, Pelham. Pelham, right? And the guy, he at, like, toward the end of the movie, he's just like, "Yeah, hey, man, why would this guy want $100 million, uh $10 million for this plane and shit like that, this, that, and the third? He's like, man, if you knew the money you could make in the stock market, you wouldn't give a fuck about this little $10 million that you could make, like, the money you could freaking make. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the stock market over time. Like, even if... you. That's what I'm saying, if you have money that is just sitting in the bank and shit like that, like, you know, $30 a share, you know, take take a chance, you know what I'm saying? It's like that's money you probably spend on, you know, two days or a day eating,
0: eating out, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it's always about, and that's why it, it, you got to do research. Like if you, like I said, like I tell people not to go through the broker if they invest like less than 10 But but by doing that, you got to do the research. And when you do the research, you'll see that, Sometimes, let's say like, like, like United, when United lost all that money, when that dude got beat, his ass kicked on the, on the plane. The stock yeah, dropped. They I remember lost, everybody lost, was selling their United They lost side. $700 million in one day and all that stuff. Wow. But it dipped. But everybody knows it's United. It's one of the largest, you know what I mean? They're not going carriers in the, in the U.S. They're not going anywhere. People got to fly. People can boycott for a week. Then what's going to happen? They're going to go right back to United, and that's and that's what happened. So people, a lot of people, what they did they they did what you call buy buy the dip, and that means that you know because you look at the chart, United stock dipped, so yeah. when they bought on the dip. Within a week. That shit went back up. Not only did it go back up to the original price, it, it was a it gain. It, it went higher <laughs> than what it was. Oh so it was my it was God. trading at like sixty five dollars. I mean, I see the shit. You look online. Every
1: article was, oh yeah, boycott United, boycott this. We not supporting United. We not flying with them. You know, don't give them your money. They, you know, they losing all this money in the stock market. It's good for them. It's good for them. hell dog, it must like a week later, a week and a half later, no one gave a shit. Right.
0: It's I don't all, even think I've seen any like. It's all that speculation. It's that's what, that's what, that's what the market is fueled on. The market is fueled on like the the biggest times. The 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 activity you see on the stock market is usually after traditionally is after they have what they call the earnings reports. Earnings reports is what happens with mm-hmm. quarterly when a when companies announce how they did. Mm. Like Tesla, for instance, Tesla talked about their they they did they had a summary today actually about their. Their, their sales last quarter, and they were announcing a new model. Tesla's stock fell because they... It fell? Yeah, because Tesla had... They just sold... They hit the bare minimum of their goal of how many cars they sold last quarter, which means that business slowed down. So mm. business slowing down, everyone... Stock went down. <laughs> mm. Just by them announcing, yeah, yeah. hey, you know, our sales, some- our sales went down last quarter. Stock dropped like 4%. And they gotta announce that? Yeah, you gotta announce it because it's a public. It's a public charity. Oh shit! Um, what's something
1: that you would tell somebody that wants to, you know, get into, you know, the stock market and like this, in, this investment kind of uh, business?
0: For they want to invest, Or they want his career. I mean, I, th- I
1: think I think so many people they don't necessarily want to do this for a living, but they may have money that they're sitting on that they that they thinking, all right. Instead of my money sitting on a bank get, Gaining less than 1% on interest I might as well try to see If I could make a
0: little bit more I mean more. a good way too I, I tell people I mean you can you can set up I mean not necessarily be a day trader But I mean you can set up You know what I mean If you have the time Set up an account Fund it Do the research Find you know like Five good stocks to start with And you know Actively trade them Yeah Maybe take like one or two of them and be bearish on them, which means that, you know, it's a long-term investment. So, you're, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, bear means, you know, you're, it's like hibernation. Yeah. So it means you, you kind of uh, invest like, in like that. A real bit, you yeah. invest in that and kind of just let it do its thing. And then you can be bullish, which means be aggressive. So take maybe two other stocks and be bullish on them and, you know, really, really watch them. And then if they're not moving how you want, boom, you know, get out. Yeah, I was... Move on um, something else. I was interested uh, briefly into, like, the
1: whole stock market and things like that, and, you know, it's, it, it was complicated to me because I guess I was just, like, too lazy to do the work. Um, it was... But it it was, like, you could make a lot of money with, like, penny stocks, but yeah. it was like, uh, uh, you shouldn't do it because, you know, it was just so
0: risky. Well, the thing with penny stocks is they're so volatile. So, uh, all right, explain, just, explain what uh, penny stocks actually are. Penny stocks are just basically their companies that... Their business is just so low that they're not normally traded on your typical exchanges like Nasdaq and right. New York Stock Exchange. So this so is they- like a black market for not necessarily a black market. I mean it's an established market. It's just literally for stocks that trade for less than five dollars a share. Okay, so you can
1: go in there so let's 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 talk like on plain terms, right? Uh you go in there with a hundred dollars and you can go in there and buy fifty shares.
0: Yeah. I've seen. I'll say like this. I I I know of a particular penny stock a couple of years ago that was trading at like thirty, thirty two cents or something like that. Thirty two cents, and there was a huge influx of money coming in. Like a lot of people, a lot of investors were coming in. So when that happens, the the, the price was going up. Okay. People were like, oh my god, what's going on? So once the once that started going up. I, there were a couple of traders that saw. Look, you know, I think what basically happened was there were rumors going around about this, this particular company, and this this particular company was going to make an announcement that was going to turn their business up for the good. This okay. this is a business had been, that had been in the sh- in the gutter for a while. This business this had been a business that years and years ago which was trading at like twenty dollars per share. Okay, and their share just going that low that, that it was trading at like thirty two cents. So there was this huge rumor about them being taken over by like this other large company, and it was just speculation. And then these traders pinpointed it they're like, oh, you know, this this is what's going on. So then they started, you know, adding to the speculation. So it's rising, it's rising, this it's is all rising height. Like he says, she said, shit. So it, get, it gets up to maybe like four bucks. And- okay, so yeah, before you
1: before you give me the punchline, right? <laughs> um. 32 cents, right? Yeah.
0: And 4 bucks, right? So people may think like, okay, that's not right. really look they look like somebody like shot an arrow or something up and you just just the shit was just straight up.
1: Yeah, but like people are probably looking like, okay, what? That's only like $3 3 3.50, right? It's only 3.50. But I mean, but that but that situation
0: 32 cents. People are you you you're probably buying People buy thousands of thousands of shares at once. That's, that's how. That's how they're turning a profit. So, on like
1: that. on thirty-two cent, right? And it goes up to four dollars, and you buy two thousand. How much money did you just make?
0: You just made a ton. You
1: know what I'm saying?
0: Like so, but that—that's really like that. That idea. But go ahead, finish your uh, story. And it went up. I mean, it went up. And the thing is, once it got—I mean, I think once it got past maybe like a dollar fifty, every price point after that was all because of. The speculation that was fueled by it these traders It wasn't even real. Yeah, it was all completely just fabricated news. But it was kind of like, you know, how they say, you know, you start off one rumor, and by the time it gets to, to the other end of the room, it's a, it's a whole it, other shit. Yeah, yeah, it's, a it's like rumor. that. So it turned from you know, this really, really small Impact on that On that particular business To all of a sudden Oh my god This business is gonna This business is gonna Change the world Oh They're shit They're making a comeback And it wasn't, it wasn't They're gonna make Yeah their shit And a lot of people Made money off of that And hype. the people who Added to that hype they Added to that speculation Once it Once they They had a point A price point And they were like Yo when it gets to this We're selling Sell this shit <laughs> And the thing is There's other suckers Out there that they think the price is still rising. They're like, oh, if this shit was 32 cents this morning and it's at 450 now, who's to say it won't be eight bucks tomorrow? And no, that's But dumb. it wasn't. <laughs> so those people got, got caught holding the bag and, you know, they lost all that boom, money. Then the sell off happens when it, when the news finally started. The, the news leaked. The news was supposed to come out the next morning, but the news leaked overnight. So you have what you call after hours trading. And after I was trading, it's trades that happened that you can make them. It'll go into effect at the open at the next the, market. Yeah. Just like you know, if you make a transaction at your bank on Saturday, yeah, it's going to yeah. be on your account yeah, on Monday. It's valid. So after, after I was trading, people were doing massive sell off, and so the people that bought the shit at four fifty thing and the shit's going to open up tomorrow at eight dollars, they got caught holding the bag, and some of them gotta have to you know try to sell off. The good thing is that a lot of them, the, the people that had it. And bought it at like a dollar fifty, whatever. Those people, those people still made, you know, a short, you know, a good amount of profit, but not as much as the motherfuckers that caused the shit to rise and sold it at like four fifty. Oh, but I mean, there's people that literally, you know, they they hustled up capital, boom, 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 bought ten thousand shares, knowing that it was complete bullshit. But that's how a lot of penny stocks happen. That's why they—that's they, why they... it's so volatile. And that's why it's, such, it's the penny stocks are like the wild, wild west. Because a lot of shit's not regulated. Because you know, just the larger stock exchanges don't give a shit about them. That's why they operate on the markets that they do. It's mm. kind of like market, just like in the shadows. <laughs>
1: why? Wow. Like even then, it's like you gotta be. You got to be on it. It's like this. Is, this is not like just something you do. But I feel like th- that's why you have like brokers and shit like but that, that that's people the don't
0: want to. So you have certain brokerages, you know. Like I work for like a I work for a, the the company I work for the firm I work for is owned by a bigger bank, one of the top three banks. So we don't even deal with that, but yeah. you have what you call you have the smaller brokerages that you know what I mean it's funny that it's funny where their offices will be they, they'll have like these little satellite offices yeah. in like jersey or like yeah. on like staten island or whatever yeah. but they make you know they generate a lot of money though because they deal with a lot of what you call you know you're just over the counter customers that just want that want to just hey I got 100 bucks I want to see what it gives me on the market right. a lot of, a lot of people make money though okay They're not it's not as big as like my like a lot of our clients in my on my particular team we have a, uh, the minimum uh, net worth of our clients is $30 million. What? So we're not, you know what I mean? Like, so they're dealing with a different type of, you know, investing. So you're
1: in there with millions of dollars?
0: But, we, but, you know, with the penny stock brokerages, a lot of those people come in and they're like, you know, that's just that's another way in which they feel like they can invest. And that's how they, you know. That's how they get the money to put the addition on their houses. <laughs> That's how they get the money to, you know what I mean, buy this boat. That's how they get they, the money say, to they, get the living room set. Because they say, it's, yo, I want this. Uh, <laughs> I'm
1: about to go on the market real quick. Make a uh, uh, make a couple hundred thousand dollars. Get out. Get this shit done. And wait for the next thing that they want or the next thing that they need. And they go in and they do it again.
0: Wait. Well yeah. well, yeah, we have it. the penny brokers, yeah, that's what they do. I mean, the penny stocks, they're like, you know, Damn. I can, they, I mean, because they can buy so much with like yeah, $1,000, $1, you can buy a lot of fucking penny stocks. I mean, it's not, like I said, it's not all penny stocks, they call it penny stocks, but it's basically all stocks that are traded that are going for under $5, five, $5 or less.
1: Yo, man, I really do appreciate you coming in here. I just really wanted to open people's eyes, um, even like on a surface level, like if I'm able to uh, let you even, you know, start. Picking up a book or just like researching uh, different ways to just like invest your money and things to do with your money. Um, All the emails I got from the last episode, I I got back to the people that I could get back to. um, You know, if if I didn't get a question answered, you know what I'm saying? I do look to do a follow up of that uh, interview. So, you know, be on, on deck for that. Like I said, you know, you hit me up, you want more advice, you know what I'm saying? Definitely, I could try to uh, get these questions answered for y'all and um, Travel Anonymous live. um, The next show is uh, coming up real soon. So I guarantee you, I haven't um, announced what this is going to be yet, but you're going to want to be there, um, guaranteed. Um, You see the direction that this thing is going in, and I just really feel like it's endless, and uh, people that really want to just you know, try to take it to the next level with whatever they're doing, you know, these these little small topics, right, but I'm telling you, there's big things that come from these small things, so, you know, this is Trapping Anonymous, this is Black, Wall Street, Anonymous, you know what I'm saying, I like to keep it in the culture, I like to keep it in the, in the community, because I feel like enough of us don't get these info, this kind of information, you know, um, uh, most of us would love to know this kind of stuff But it's they, People are stuck watching You know, Power and Love and Hip Hop You could do it, but you
0: could do both of that
1: Yeah, like, no, I feel like you could do it's both But I, I just say, like Could you imagine if Power just said Alright, let me take t- uh, Five minutes of this episode And inside of the episode Teach people how to invest in
0: the stock market you know what i mean so many people will probably have their eyes open to it i mean it could but- be it could be a storyline i mean i know there was a storyline something like that i think like first week first first season in hawaii i think Uh, Uh, You know what I mean? I I think, like, they were. Yeah, but I just think it needs to be incorporated into
1: our culture more. Yeah, I think, like, like, Stringer
0: Bell was, like, putting some money somewhere, something like that. But, yeah, I mean, it don't necessarily have to be, like, smacked right in their face, but just a storyline. They can see it. They can see it going on.
1: Something, you know what I mean? But, like, even even here, it's just like, yeah, this might not be, you know, exactly everything Trappin' Anonymous was founded on and built on and this, that, and the third. But, like, if I could just, like, throw some of that shit at you and, you know what I'm saying? Whoever needs it is gonna catch it, is gonna grasp it, and um, you know what I'm saying? Hold on to that. Um, I thank y'all for listening as always. I'm trying to keep these episodes to y'all, keep it fresh, keep it, keep it new, you know what I'm saying? This is Trap Anonymous. This is Black Wall Street Anonymous. My name is Chris Styles. Let's get it.
0: My killers, my killers who will not take no for an answer, my fucking warriors,
1: who will not hang up the phone until their client either buys or fucking dies. Uh Talk to me a little bit about that whole inside trading world. Have you ever done...
0: Well, what is inside trading? Inside trading basically is... Is you're getting information, you know what I mean, that's usually privileged to one individual that you aren't supposed to be having. Okay, you get information on something that's not public knowledge uh-huh. and it's not for public consumption, so, something that's supposed to be within just that corporation. So, basically, like, it's like uh, if I know like a merger is
1: about to happen, so I we're gonna keep using this example, but if we knew that Amazon is about to buy up uh, a uh, Whole Foods or whatever the case may be, somebody that was privy to that information in that deal, right? Like, would, let's say
0: you know a paralegal. That was that was preparing paperwork for uh, Amazon,
1: and so you go, hey yo, I, I just left the office, and um, I just seen a lawyer uh, leave this shit. I think a merge is about to happen. Yeah, go buy up this stock. Have you ever did some shady
0: shit? Come on, talk to me. I haven't done anything that was like as direct as that but yeah. well, I'll tell you like some tactics that I've seen at some places I've I've, I've worked for. Um, no, I want to know what you've <laughs> done. Give it, Give us the story, man. Now I mean, I've, I've,
1: I've, I've Has made, someone ever ever gave you information?
0: Well, I've seen. I know someone who worked for a firm, for instance. And this person's job, certain days of the week was to camp out at Teterboro Airport because he knew this. You know, this is where all the executives would come in on their private jets. Oh, they always land at this at, one Hederberg, airport, right? Yeah. So he would always know if certain, especially for pharmaceutical companies if you know certain executives were coming in something was going down especially especially you know the, the executives that would never come into new york city mm. they are there then something's happening you know cuz it's only a certain time when the, the big boys come in mm-hmm. you know what i mean like don't no, like the executives from you know like the the car companies only come from detroit when something big is happening in new york it's like oh oh what what's so and so doing it's like right.
1: it's like uh it's like uh, tmz for stockbrokers exactly like so
0: i knew a dude that kept a log on this and he's like all right you know, I've, I've heard some rumors about this you know merger happening, and now I've seen this company's executive show up. I've seen this guy CFO show up. Something's happening. Jeez. So he yeah, said, yeah. he said, "Hey, if you want to make a move, you want to make a, you should you, you should make a move." He he, you know, he he worded it in a way that, and everyone was kind of safe. He's like, "If I were you, you know I, would, I, mean, yeah. I would kind of <laughs> put I would kind of put five on red." Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. What did he do
1: it himself? I don't know. Wow. Okay, so you go ahead and you but, say I'm but I mean, yeah, I mean, that. but that's
0: one of the ways, I mean, but that's one of the ways to get information and then, you know, some of the ways that information has been traded in in the in the 21st century, which is crazy because you know back then, back in the days in the 80s, 90s when you wanted to trade information and you didn't want to have a paper trail they would just meet up you know like the mafia you know they would meet up in, in loud places like the mall and, uh-huh. just, and be like you yeah, know, yo, uh, yo uh, Apple about to uh, do this you know trade information covering <laughs> their mouths and stuff you know what I mean yeah. hold a cigarette up to your mouth and say what you gotta say but now you got shit like but now you can you know you got stuff like you can do like the, the early days of Snapchat people always wanted to wonder why was Wall Street so enamored with with, with Snapchat yeah and so one, honestly one of the main reasons Wall Street value in an evaluation of snapchat was so high it was because Wall Street was, it was actually one of the one few services that Wall Street was using themselves. These because of the fact that there was no paper trail, crooks. you could snap, you know, snap something the information. to someone else and it's and, safe. And if they and saw it, you and, screenshot if it's a screenshot, then you know you, you, you know like you take up an issue with that person. Like, why is that information? Yeah, be, that, there's a the reason why I snapped this information for you. you right. Know what right. You know, leave it in your head. Like no, right, right. It, yeah, But that's one of the reasons. The same reason why there's there's stuff like uh there's a service called Wicker. Uh-huh. You know, Wicker's the same thing, it's an app, it's non you know, it's, it's encrypted you send information, and you can, I can say, like if, like, if I have a wicker and you have a wicker account, I can send you a message, and you can't screenshot it or anything. Whoa. And I can also set the time so it will destruct in, like, an hour. So you have an hour to see that message, and it is gone. And if you don't see it, you don't Boom. see it. You see you don't see it. Holy shit. But, I mean, that's, enough, that's one of the new age ways in which information is... Is you know this um so like this idea of like inside
1: trading? I mean, like if I if I'm if I know information about a deal, if I'm privy to you know if I work in the office, or I'm even a partner in the deal, right? Wouldn't I just say, okay, I know our stock is gonna shoot up. I'm gonna just
0: go up and buy up our own stock, and you know what I'm saying, make that money. Well, you can't do it yourself. If you have any, if you have any involvement at all in what's you know anything that's going on that that company or making that company stock go up, unless it's your company and you're a shareholder, you know what I mean? Because you know, like you have as an employee, you have stock options. Oh, so but part it's, of the contract. But if, but if it's yeah, but if it's a deal, even if it's a deal that if it's a deal that your company is working on, you can't. I mean, there's people there's ways to go around it. Yeah. But I mean, you see that. I mean, you could tell somebody. You to see tell that somebody happening. Or... I mean, yeah. I mean. You, it usually has to be a large amount for a red flag to go up, but I mean I've seen situations where you know a guy's you know sister in law, mm-hmm. you know, came up on you know some money because of a you know a, a situation, a merger or whatever happened, and is you know was it a coincidence. Of course not. He put her, he put her on, yeah. and basically she said, I bet. I know
1: that's going to go down. I'm going to go buy this up one time, and she made all that bread.
0: Now, for her to buy the stock is not illegal. but I mean, if a red flag goes off, then, yeah, I mean, they can go after you. Wow. Usually it's an ethical thing. Yeah. And that's when you know people's licensing goes in question. You know and the SEC gets on them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean it's a it's a, it's a fine line. So, like, it's they... also a fine line between a lot of you know information that's that's gained and carried out. Like I said, I tell people all the time: certain things aren't illegal, but they're unethical. Yeah, like you, <laughs> you, you gotta be like morally fucked up to do certain
1: shit. Yeah. Like, uh, like these Ponzi skin <laughs> Like, I was fascinated with the whole Madoff shit. And one of, like, my favorite parts of the movie was, you know, Madoff had, he didn't have shit. It was, like, all over the news. It was all over everywhere. They knew that Madoff didn't have money. And he was still in the party convincing this guy yeah. to invest money. And the guy's like, 100 million. He's like, nope. He's like, 200 million. He's like, nope. He's like, That's
0: because he had, and he's like five hundred million. He's like, yeah, come on, I got you. He had unprecedented, because like for for years, for decades, his clients had unprecedented returns. Like they all were making money, and the way as people understand is the way you know the Ponzi scheme worked was a lot of his clients they were getting money. Some of them would cash out. They would take their money out, Mm. and that's the way the Ponzi scheme works. Is that they didn't leave it there. I'm paying you. If I gotta pay this person because this person wants to get the money out, that means I gotta I gotta find hundred more suckers. Yeah. So I'm gonna take their money and give you, you that money yeah. so you'll be happy. So, but the thing is, look, that's the best advertisement because that person will go, well, shit, I gave I gave Made Bernie fifty million, he gave me three hundred million back. Eight and then they're like, oh, sh- now he has the And that's why, more why, Right, that's why people were like tripping over themselves, say, yeah. hey, Bernie, I got $200 million I want to give you. Oh, shit so, like that, that. And it just worked for so long. Like, people were to stay too, with Bernie Madoff. I mean, he was just diabolical with that shit. He wiped out, like, entire fucking retirement communities in Florida, like, where all his, like, all the, you know, his Jewish friends from New York that moved to Florida when they retired. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. They, like they, uh, there was a whole community in Florida that was, like, Cleaned them bankrupt up. because they all put their money into... The Bernie Madoff fun. Yo, this this, this
1: like, trapping shit. <laughs> it don't. It don't. It, 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 Bernie was a trapper of, trap of the year, like it's King everywhere. though. Running. It's in every sector. It's in everything. It's in every
0: facet of this world. But that's world, the thing man. too. Let me, I mean, I don't like, condone it, but I mean, that's the craziest thing too. Is like in our community, everybody just thinks like you know. Scamming on like such a lower level is like dope. <laughs> Yo, like it's like, like Yo, you, you, the you. credit card scammers knew about this type of shit, <laughs> right? They it's would like, never go into Barney's and try to get like, some ball beans. Like I like, you know am saying? <laughs> <laughs> saying they they tore down the Hermes store. It's like yeah, it's yeah. like dog, you understood. Yeah. I mean, like money can... how how intelligent a lot of those guys are that they they don't even realize how much they could they could pull off. <laughs> just Imagine by... if they
1: trapped all that money and put it into the market, right. It ain't your money anyway, right? So, just, just, I, that shit, I can't even fathom it, bro. Like, I can't even think about it. It's giving me a headache. Like, we, we don't know this type of shit. We don't know this kind of information. So, we just stay at this lower the level. Of, the, that same we of,
0: the same type of intellect, though, that a lot of us use when we go to, you know, the gambling spot. And we yeah. playing, you know, what I mean, playing cards, we playing blackjack, we playing all this. That same intellect it can be used, you know. I mean, just looking at the market it doesn't. It doesn't take a fucking physics major a lot of times to understand the market. Yo, you can't, that's, a, nobody, that's no one so person true. can master the market, right? right? I mean, you can take you, that same you get a, knowledge you get a, And you apply, understanding it. of it, like you know, you know, and you put it to work.
1: Yeah, like, like take that same mentality, take that same focus, take that same drive, and put it into like something that's you know legal and like. You could probably get 10, 20, 30 times more than what you're making, you know, shooting your dice in this one room. You're losing your money anyway shooting your dice exactly. in that one room. And you just made, well, you probably doubled your money. We're talking about exponentially, like, if you're taking calculated
0: risks. I know dudes that wake up in the morning when the market opens, open up their laptop and look at, you know, look at the market, make a couple moves, go about their day. Go to a job, go hustle, do whatever they do. But they literally, I mean, that's like their supplemental income. They don't make huge trades, they don't make small. They make little, immediate trades. I know dudes that probably, you know, bring in a couple, a couple of extra thousand dollars a month just, you know, getting up and just doing some, some low-level trading. Boom, 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 and they they on with their day.
1: It don't have to be millions of dollars. It doesn't have to be you know these huge investments where you know these businesses and corporations is putting in. Like we could do it at a local level. You could do it at a at a lower level. You know you put your pot in with, with your friends and y'all say all right instead of all putting a hundred dollars for a bottle in uh, the the local spot so y'all could have the table lit and have all of these sections y'all all put a hundred dollars and y'all buy some stock and y'all split it up between y'all or y'all see what what stocks is hitting. And y'all go invest in that And now we splitting it up differently Now the conversation changes Now the competition changes We not looking at Who gonna buy the most bottles But we looking at Who could have the most You know uh, Stock return You know what I'm saying Who could have the most And that's shit That's gaining for us And like I said we, we need to circulate that black dollar a little bit more in our communities and build that up. Because exactly. if we're doing that, we'll, we'll have more jobs. We'll have more companies. We'll have more assets. And you know what I'm saying? That, that's, nigga, that's the most important shit to me, to be honest with you, man. Yeah, exactly. Push the culture, my nigga. Okay? Without you, they're just worthless hunks of plastic. Like a loaded M-16 without a trained Marine to pull the trigger. This episode of Trapping Anonymous is engineered by Bunshania Lunsford.